All right, we are back. Idols Rivals podcast this time. We're going back to what the winning formula and um, have a co-host this time. <laughs> and he's been on here before. You can hear him cackling in the background. But Shane, welcome back to the pod. What's up? What's up? Happy to be here. Happy to be back. And I'd been alluding to it quite a bit, saying that I would needed to have someone back on the podcast, and Shane by far was uh, was the best. Fuck you, Sean. Just kidding. We'll probably have Sean back on here as well. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> Appreciate, uh, it. Appreciate it. But, facts are facts. I mean, it is. The people spoke and, and we listened. So, nah, but in all seriousness, having p- other people on the podcast makes it so much easier, better topics, better conversation, as opposed to me just doing a soliloquy into the fucking corner of my bedroom. So we're back. We're better than ever. And we're just going to keep this bitch rolling. We've, uh, we shook on it last time we were out at the bar saying that this is going to be a consistent thing. This is going to be something we treat, you know, like a job and, and see where we can see where we can take it. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want. So, and uh, quite frankly, they want this dynamic duo. Right. Right. They, uh, they, they needed a little bit more action in the podcast, which I agree. I think I, I've said it a million times. I totally agree. But we'll start how we normally start. We'll talk a little bit about sports. Really, the only sports you know event that's happened was last uh, two weeks ago, which, again, we kind of wanted to get your take on it because I, I don't know who you were rooting for, what you thought of the game, and you have quite a bit more insight on the NFL. And actually, we could talk about something a little close to your heart afterwards, and I'll just leave it at that. But how did you think the Super Bowl was overall? <laughs> Um, I mean, I thought the Super Bowl was awesome. Honestly, it was pretty much everything that you could have asked for in that big stage game of like a Super Bowl championship. Like it was everything that you could ask for in a championship game coming down to the last drive, um, two great teams. And then all the star players came out and played well. Um, OBJ tore his ACL. That was tough to watch. That is that confirmed? Did he actually tear it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He tore his ACL. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and then he—I mean—he was on his way to a monster game before he got hurt. Um, but no, it was—it was everything you really could have asked for. I thought it was a great game, both sides of the ball. Joe Burrow played super well. Bengals are good. Um, I mean, he tore his MCL, I think, or sorry, sprained his MCL. So it was pretty cool seeing—not cool, but it was pretty crazy seeing like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it if that's the right word. Sick. <laughs> but seeing two studs like kind of like go down. I mean, like Matt Stafford hurt his ankle too. So it was like they were playing through injury, just showing their toughness in the biggest on the biggest stage, um, which, which was pretty cool to watch. I mean, Joe Burrow's just a he's a badass, and Matthew Stafford's also just a beast. Yeah, I was kind of caught in the middle and i think the reason i i agree with everything you said i think it had everything of a great super bowl i don't know if it was just i wasn't invested in either team like honestly didn't give a shit who won i would and it wasn't even Mm -hmm. didn't give a shit it was like i just happy for both teams i like matthew stafford i've always thought he was a great quarterback and just got the shit under the stick in detroit um and for some reason i've loved joe burrow even when he was at lsu i love them which is i know sacrilegious but he's a i don't know why i just like the dude a lot and i think you know now america does as well but i mean he's uh, just got that swag to him dude like he does. it's hard not to like him it's really hard not to like joe burrow i agree and he doesn't take himself too seriously anything like that like he can he fucks around with the media which is something i highly value with people um just mm-hmm. not taking it so so serious um, but yeah, I thought, uh, agreed, the, the coming down to the last drive and a couple people banged up and still having it, 
you know, if they would have yep. caught that ball when Joe Burrow was getting spun around by, I think it was Aaron Donald. If they would have caught that yep. ball for that first down, they would have won the game. I would have bet my life. I think so. I, I, I totally agree. Um, but, you know, I, I was also in that same boat, kind of like what you're saying is like, I, I was rooting for the Bengals because I thought like Joe Burrow just beast. And like, that would have been a crazy story, right? Like national champion Heisman. And then like technically first full year in the NFL going to a Super Bowl winning the Super Bowl, and he probably would have gotten Super Bowl MVP. Like, that would have been an awesome story. But at the same time, like, both sides had a story, too. Like, Bengals haven't won a Super Bowl in however many years. I I don't even know if they have won a Super Bowl. I think they've Yeah, it was, I think it was Bowl. the uh, 80s. It's been a long time. 82, yeah. maybe? It's been a yeah. long time. Exactly. And so it's, like, that long of a drought for, for any franchise, like, seeing that be broken is cool for the city to, see, like, to have – and then um, at the same like token, though, like would have been pretty cool for the Rams to win it at home with Matthew Stafford, who has done nothing but ball out in the NFL, but has also just never had a team around him. So now it's showing really like what he's capable of and what he's able to do on that big stage. And in this first year away from the Lions, like that alone is pretty sweet and shows really the type of player that Matthew Stafford is um, and, and, and how shitty of an organization the Detroit lions are. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, RIP to that whole city, but I think just for him also, it's silenced the whole like, Oh, well, you're just using the team as the excuse, which is uh, granted a massive excuse, but I mean, that was shut up fucking immediately with yeah. winning a Super Bowl the, the first year you come over. And what are the odds? I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. What are the odds that the only two times I think ever that teams have played at home for a Super Bowl, they both win back-to-back years, and it's never yep. happened in 50, 50, whatever, 54 years? I don't know. Pretty wild. It's also both COVID years, too. So I'd say that hmm. COVID had, had an inverse effect onto having – the uh, home team in the Super Bowl playing on their field. I, don't I know. think there's a little conspiracy here. I would, uh, I would say we need Roger to get, I think we need to look in a little bit more to old Raji because this sounds like a fucking conspiracy. But yeah, no, it was got enough skeletons in his closet to look at. Yeah, I think, dude, I don't even know. He's probably got. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go with that yeah, joke. No. But yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna reel that bad boy in. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, it was it was cool. Either one of them winning was cool, which I've never been in that situation. I'm either rooting for, you know, the couple times my teams have been in there or rooting against somebody super harshly, Tom Brady. And so yep. this year I was happy for either one. So it was kind of a – I think that's why there was a lull. And can we talk about how shitty the Super Bowl commercials were? Not one. Not one was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked the Coinbase one. I thought that was pretty funny. It was very generic and simple. Um, with like the QR code that was like bouncing around yeah. and then like hit the, we corner. had somebody scan at the party. Well, I won't lie. We had somebody get up and, and scan shout out Madison. Nice. Shout out Madison. What's up? Um, no, but yeah, that, that one was good. I, I like, other than that, yeah, they were pretty trash, honestly. Like there was not one that really like stood out opposed to years past of just like quality, honestly. Dude. Remember like E-Trader baby, the Doritos uh, kid, yeah. It was yep. like you you can touch my mama, you can't touch my Dorito. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. The fact that we remember shit like that from 15 years ago just shows how incredible it was. I just not even one stuck out. Last year they had, I think they announced the the electric Hummer, which was sick. So that one kind oh, of that, my yeah. attention. But 
It was all fucking crypto, which we knew. I think there was a, a huge bet on if over under, I think it was seven, seven and a half crypto yeah. ads. I, I don't know if what, what went about that. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's a genius bet. But every celebrity with a big name is endorsing a different crypto website. 100%. And I, I mean, I would just, I'm trying to think if that hit. I don't know about seven. That seems like a lot, but. I don't know. Um, also, like notoriously, like their the Budweiser commercials have been good, and there weren't really yes, any of those yes. that were like of any substance. Yeah, um, dude, the Bud Light night. I fuck, I forgot about that. That was yeah. like six Super Bowls long. They had like a chapter each Super Bowl. Oh, and then like Michelob Ultra like assumed that the whole world would know who Brooks Kepka is in his commercial. Like he was like the show person for their commercial, and it was like okay, like. <laughs> hard to kind of put a name to face for Brooks Kepka. Like, obviously, if you follow golf, right? You know the sport. Like, if you, you just know, know alpha Kepka males, is. you know who Brooks Kepka is. Yeah, yeah. But like, if like you're a normal person, like, how in the hell are you supposed to know that? that I know. Was Brooks I Kepka? know. A golf guy. Like, again, Brooks is a fucking beast. But golf guy. Like, like why? That I, I don't know. I mean, he, he is one of their top sponsors so like I, I guess that makes sense but um but what were your thoughts on the uh the halftime show i thought it was done super well i didn't know whenever i saw like the the preview commercial where they made that little like five minute video where it was just like snoop dog eminem yeah. kendrick lamar and i was like okay that's yep. sick and then they're like 15 more people i'm like what the fuck like one or two people, as I think is the norm, one to two, maybe. But yeah. having five, I was like, this is going to be a shit show. I don't know why. I was about to say Aretha Franklin. Who the fuck? Who was the... Uh... <laughs> Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Like, Mary awesome. J. Blige, Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, same, pe- same person. Same person. But she could sing like a motherfucker, don't get me wrong. Oh, but yeah. I was just like, it seemed like a bit of a force, but... Uh, Dr. Drake killed it. The way it was set up, I thought was sick. The different houses, the setup, I really liked it. I thought it was very good. Yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. It was pretty cool that it was in LA as well. Um, and all the celebrities were just vibing out and jamming out. And so like, that was like almost another part of it of like panning around and seeing that going on. Um, that, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was awesome, honestly. Yeah, and I don't really normally I normally halftime show let let me down, but I thought that one was good. Yeah. I I love that um what is it? Evan McPherson is sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Dude, I love that kid. I didn't know his name till yeah. before he made the I guess we're going to the AFC championship comment. I now yeah. am like his number one fan. Like Dude, fuck, I beast. didn't realize he broke like a, a shit ton of records this year as a rookie. Yeah, and I mean everybody gave the Bengals so much shit in the beginning of the season for using a draft pick on him. They used a fifth round draft pick and they were like, why would you ever do that? It's like, this is exactly why you do that because yeah, he hit three fifties in one game, three fifty plus I mean, in one game. Yeah. And he hit two game winning field goals to in the playoffs. The playoffs. Like, yeah. That is why you waste or quote unquote waste a draft pick on a kicker, which mm-hmm. that, that was awesome. And then like, yeah, having him at halftime was, was pretty cool. What a school did he go to? Cause I remember he went to Rodrigo, really? Yeah, I never heard this kid's name, but like maybe it's just because we played Georgia a bunch, but like Rodrigo Blankenship, fucking my arch nemesis, which now I love because he's on the Colts and he's a stud. But he I knew his name the second I saw it. And so for a kicker, normally the best kicker, you at least, you know, one kicker. I'd never heard yep. his name till playoff time 
NFL came around. And then all of a sudden he's saying like, he's saying we're going to the FC championship, like guaranteeing a kick and stuff like that. I'd yeah. never heard of him in college and we played UF. That, that probably has a lot to do with the fact that UF has been down for the past, however many years, just haven't really right. been the same um, since like the urban Meyer area or era really. Um, but no, yeah. I mean like the kids is stud that champion friend of the show, oh, urban Meyer, <laughs> very, very good friend of the show. <laughs> let's bring, let's bring those days back. Huh? Remember when he was the head coach of the NFL? I oh. <laughs> yeah. I have dude. I must've been six when that happened. God. Oh, fucking urban. I can't Meyer believe that. There, what a year, what a year for sports. Um, but dude, no, here, I got weird one. I got this that I, I would love to hear your opinion on just kind of piggybacking off the Super Bowl. Um, and this was like, in in my opinion, on like Twitter and all the social medias, the biggest debate. It, okay, not big. Was that just a Kim Possible? Uh, yeah, that's, that's my text. That that's my text. Don't fuck off. No, okay, cool. Hey, not judging. Um, but <laughs> like, so the biggest thing that came from it is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? I want to hear your opinion straight off the bat, and then I'll give both sides of the story um, after. I would just like um, to hear what you have to say. I'm just going off of gut what I think his numbers are. No, I don't. Oh. Why do you just, say that? I think, is he the caliber of a Hall of Fame player? 1,000%. Um, you put him on any other team than the fucking 0-16 Detroit Lions almost multiple years easily. The problem is he doesn't have the win. He does have a Super Bowl, you know, uh, obviously, but yep. throughout these seasons and just the num, like he's he's got a. I I I wonder what his win loss record is. I'm sure it's despicable. It's probably yeah. like 40 wins and 168 losses or something ridiculous with a Super Bowl win in there, which is nuts. But you can't like. There's no way. I think a tougher conversation would be is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer. Because he finished his career 111 and 111. He finished 500 on the nose, but he has two Super Bowls. So, so I think yeah. Matthew Stafford is not. I think he could be his quality of play, but he got hosed again by a shitty organization for 10, 13 years, whatever it was. Yep. So I, I totally agree. I don't think he is. But, like, people were saying because of the fact that he got this Super Bowl win that now he's, like, automatically a Hall of Famer because of the numbers that he had and how – like consistent he'd been over the years and Richard Sherman on top of a lot of other people, but like Richard Sherman was the one tweet that I thought was like pretty good. It was like the expectations and I guess just like caliber of player that people or fans really are now starting to put at like as hall of fame level players is just like not realistic. Like they're just saying anybody that like they either like, or is like been consistent over the years like should be in the hall of fame. Like they, they deserve it. Like realistically, you should be in the hall of fame. If you're one of the best players of all time, like it's just kind of dumbing down like the criteria to get into the hall of fame. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like if Eli Manning is, everybody says Eli Manning's like a first ballot hall of famer, right? Two Super Bowl wins, consistent career, like last name Manning. Right. Of. <laughs> like, yeah, they say they, yeah, like they say that he should be in the Hall of Fame no matter what. And like, I, I agree. I mean, I think Eli Manning should be in the Hall of Fame, but like Matthew Stafford, he's on the right path. Like he could be in the Hall of Fame if he continues his success, wins two or three more Super Bowls. Absolutely. But like, right. We're just throwing around the word Hall of Famer to players that don't necessarily deserve it. 
and do not have like the resume to really back up that saying just because they've been consistent and in the league for so long. Right. No, a hundred percent. And what people don't realize, I mean, and I think it's just recency bias because everyone's got fucking Twitter fingers, but yeah, <laughs> you can only you can only get what seven people in each class. I, I'm pretty sure Reggie Wayne or Marvin, one of them just got denied this year. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? You can only yeah. get seven people. They're saying it now because he won a Super Bowl five minutes ago. Wait till voting comes around. Like they're gonna be like Matthew Stapp five years after his career's over. Again, if he wins yeah. three or four more Super Bowls, we are t- we're different, different story. Conversa- yeah, we're having yeah. a different conversation. But when it comes to voting, it, it's it's a whole different ball game. And I think where this started was people throw around the word fucking goat for yeah. everybody. You play a good game, you play one good game, and they're like goat, goat, goat. 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 It's lost all of its meaning. It, it had meaning for like five minutes, and then everybody took it over, and it's like. Oh, he's the goat of this. He's the goat of that. It's like, no, no, no. Greatest of all time. Like there can only be one. One. Exactly. <laughs> there is literally one. There is There's literally only one. one. And it's like, okay, like, come on. Exactly. And I think, I think everybody that's saying that has not seen or had somebody like try to be inducted in the hall of fame. And it, it's, it's seven people. Like we can say all we want, like, oh, this is going to be like, I think they were, I think I know the conversation you're talking about. And they were talking about Matt Ryan too. His numbers, yeah, exactly. Incredible. I mean, he's like fifth in passing or some sh- yeah. like way higher than I expect. NFL MVP. Right. NFL MVP got demolished in a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No shot. Not in I a don't. million. No one's going to remember not. Matt Ryan's name five years after he retires. And, Guaranteed. And like, Unless he sad. wins like he was two or three Super player, Bowls. But like you need – if you're going to be in the Hall of Fame, you have to have the resume of a Hall of Famer to back it up and get into it. You can't just be – a good or average quarterback in the end. I mean, not saying that Matt Ryan is average because he's obviously above average. He's slightly but in the above Hall of Fame, average. I mean, talking about his whole career, he's always been like an above average quarterback, like in the top 10 during the prime of his career. Um, but like still, like during that era, like kind of to what you're saying is like, he's never been the best ever in like, right. And neither is Matthew Stafford. Like, they've never been the best quarterbacks in the league while they're playing. Like, I don't think that merits being in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I just looked up Matthew Stafford's record as well. Not as as horrible as I thought it was going to be, but still. He's 86-95-1. Like, you can't put that in the Hall of Fame, dude. It's about wins and losses. Obviously, you need some of the big ones. You need the Super Bowls. You need the AFC Championship, NFC Championships. But you can be high up on the tier list, like on, on pass. He's got a shit ton of passing touchdowns. Great, but he lost every all of those games. Like he's got almost fifty thousand yards. I'm sure that stacks up pretty high. But dude, you gotta have, you can't be a you can't have a negative win loss ratio. Like you just no. that'd be weird to look at. Yeah, the only thing that that would be somewhat acceptable for, like, maybe is, like, a defensive player. But even then, like, they would have to have just crazy stats and have been, like, the only person on that team. Like, Okay, wait it, a it minute, just... but I'm looking at this right now. Vinny Testaverde. Wait, is he? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before There's I... no way Vinny Testaverde. Nope, he's not. He's this. not. Uh, fuck. Yeah. No <laughs> Ignore shot. that. Yeah, so here, yeah, let me put like, this into perspective. No way. Let me put this in perspective. Brett Favre. He had a at a sixty two percent win loss ratio. Peyton yeah. had a seventy percent win loss ratio. Matthew Stafford 
scrolling down, has a 47% win-loss ratio. Granted, still got three, four, maybe five more years left in the NFL. Oh, I agree, and so I'm rooting for we'll him. See, Fucking, but I mean, he, I'm rooting for but, him. But, yeah, still, you're playing from behind in that category. Obviously, he yeah. has a lot of other categories that would make up for the win-loss ratio. Um but yeah, I mean, like, I, I just think he's going to need a couple more Super Bowls and maybe an NFL MVP to put himself into contention for the Hall. If he can get an, if he can get an NFL MVP, win another Super Bowl, and have a couple like eleven and six seasons, or maybe better, twelve and four. So now he's even two Absolutely. Super Bowls and an MVP Hall of Fame. Different conversation. Hall of different conversation. Yeah, different. And conversation. It's like not even a question at that point. It's like yeah, right. Yeah, yes, that's a hundred percent correct. Like no doubt, he will be in the Hall of Fame. But you just got to have the whole resume. Comes. Like you said, you got to yeah. have the whole resume. It can't just be one. And, and I mean, to his claim, he's got passing yards, touchdowns, and a Super Bowl. Other than that, really nothing else. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Enough so, of this Matthew Stafford talk. Why are we I talking agree. about Matthew Stafford? I agree. <laughs> uh, speaking of people that really deep down have nothing inside, awesome transition. Um, So God, I gave I, you a. You're going to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, okay. I thought I you were going to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. No, I was no. like, dude, what? Come on. We'll, no, we'll I like leave Aaron Rodgers. We'll leave Aaron Rodgers for next week. We'll leave Aaron Rodgers for next week. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I gave you if a he, little bit of a. Yes, yeah, seriously, dude. Fuck. I'll be, I'll be not living in a high rise right now, but shit. Um, so I gave you some homework the other night. Um, the little show yeah. called The Tinder Swindler. If you haven't seen it, which I'm sure the whole world has, everybody's making jokes about it. Um, just no free advertisement, get, but no check free it out. ads. No free ads, but go check it out. Um, it's on uh, Netflix. No free ads. Um, I want to know your initial thoughts. Just just run me through what you're uh, what you thought of it. Okay, initial. <clears throat> I guess just off the rip, initial thoughts. One of the greatest Ponzi schemes pulled off that I've seen. Um, but I mean, obviously, first off, sad like really shitty of the dude this guy's a piece of shit just a piece of garbage but pretty crazy that he was able to pull this whole thing off and like execute it to a t and get away with it like i almost like give him props for that because it's like that's pretty crazy and impressive to live that lifestyle while defrauding so many people like that's wild execution i agree and so again, it's, it's this weird and it's funny. You said the way you said it is almost exactly what I was thinking. It's so sad to listen to that girl be interviewed. Yeah. Because, yeah. And, and I saw this and this is what made me think of wanting to talk about it. And we'll kind of get to the thesis in a minute, but it's, it's sad because yes, I do kind of, I'm like, I'm in a disgusting way. I'm like fucking respect. Like how did you juggle so many you know, things at once yeah. and have them connect the dots and have the, the payments time up and all this in the worst way. But yeah. I also like, I even myself felt my being like, Oh, what a dumbass! Like what, why would you send him money? And then I, I saw something about like, why do we treat people? And they use the word victims of which it's, it's pretty accurate. Why do we treat victims of, you know, financial crime or, or I think it was romantic crime differently. Mm -hmm. Like if this dude would have walked up and robbed a bank or robbed this girl at gunpoint, it's like, you know, what, like put him in jail, fucking whatever he needs to do. But the fact that it was like how this was like a romantic thing, like made this girl fall in love, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like it made it, it took away like the intensity of like how shitty what he did was just straight up robbing people. 
Like it took that punch away. And I never really thought about it like that. Cause I was, I was finding myself kind of blaming the girl, but it's just, this is just an A grade scumbag that knows what yes. he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he's just emotionally abusing these girls and taking advantage of them for like connecting with him. And like, I, I mean, it, it really does just take some type of a scumbag to be able to do that um and execute it and like obviously i mean like that's my opinion but that's just like it's pretty wild that you're you're able to like have even that mindset of like oh i'm going to make this girl fall in love with me and then i'm gonna just defraud her of like hundreds of thousands of dollars and like consistently doing it with multiple people at the same time to fuel whatever lifestyle he wants like that's crazy (laughs) this is wild i so this is kind of where i'm at i think we're gonna agree on this point as well do you think this was like a like okay i'm talking to a couple girls like let's see if i can get some money out of them or do you think this was like a full-fledged okay i'm gonna find three girlfriends i'm gonna make them all take loans out and i'm gonna just use them for their money or do you think there was ever a relationship element to it or was it just you know just cash cow all these people i'm talking to Oh, dude, it was 100% a cash cow thing because, like, he was using the money to fund bringing in more relationships, essentially, and, like, bring on more girls to be able to, like, fund his empire and just get more money and, like, pay off the girls he was promising and just going back and forth and back and forth. Like, pretty much just built a web, and ultimately it's a Ponzi scheme of just, like, getting multiple parties involved like that using – x's money to pay y's money or to pay y off um but yeah i mean like obviously there probably at some point was some type of like emotional connection but that's just at the surface deep down it was all just part of the scheme and i have a feeling that it was like an elaborate scheme with like obviously multiple people involved like his security guards all that bet they were in on it too like multiple people had to have made this work in order for what happened to have happened. Yeah. So, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot about the security guard situation. Yeah. So do we, that was where, that was the part where I was like, okay, is he, do they, I, my thinking is that they got in a fight outside of a bar, just, you know, normal drunk shit. And yeah. then he took a, he took a photo and was like, oh my God, these girls are going to love this. They're going to think I'm in trouble. Like, let me send the money. Or do you think this was a full blown? Like, he's like, all right, tiny or whatever the hell the guy's security guard's name was. He's like, I'm going to punch you in the head and uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to make you bleed. And then we're sending these over. Like, I don't know where, I don't Dude. know if he's just uh, like, this is just, this shit happens. And he's like, oh my God, I could totally use this. Or if this was so orchestrated to that level. Well, so the thing about that is because of the fact that he used the same footage for like multiple girls and like multiple um like scenarios you almost think that that was also staged but like you just don't even know what to believe at this point like you don't know what is just like part of his scheme and what's real and like i guess like props to him for doing that and being that authentic with his craft of like scamming people but like dude i don't i don't know whether it was they just so happened to like he 
got a glass broken over his head and went to the ambulance and then the guy just started recording it and then was like oh this is my enemies this is my, my enemies. Like, why, dude, like, dude, it, why did he keep dude? saying enemies it's not like, like dude it's not like dude someone's coming after me like oh my god i, I got know. this guy my enemy who the fuck uses the word enemies yeah. in a sentence like that yeah like that's where the other side is like to some extent if you're taking out like fifty thousand hundred thousand dollar loans for a person that you're just meeting over like a tinder like i don't know i mean like i get the fact that like he should like comes off as rich like obviously does stuff to win over their trust like in the beginning but like still i don't know red flag right there is like hey take out a hundred thousand dollar loan dude, for me. like dude, that's, i don't know that's... i mean like okay oh. uh no i why i can't do that like sorry that i'm not comfortable with that it's like oh you don't love me like yeah i don't <laughs> like sorry <laughs> yeah exactly like I've, I've hung out with you for two weeks that yeah, was <laughs> that was the thing that was like because i was wondering i was like well how is he finding all these all these whales like how is he getting how is he finding people that are just loaded just to tap like tap into that that bank account but then I, yeah. as soon as she's like yeah i ran down to the uh the bank for the third you know mortgage that he's, yeah that she's not even using towards a home she's just cashing it giving it to the dude i yeah that was when i was like okay this needs to burn in hell i was like that is so fucked her credit's ruined all her money yeah. obviously gone and super debt which hopefully they wiped i can't remember if they wiped all that shit but Dude, and also, who are mom and dad, best friend, homie from down the street? How yep. did no one go, hey, Stacy, please don't maybe don't answer. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't take out a third loan on your house to give this guy money. Like, right. I, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I feel like you don't even have to be the closest. Like, it doesn't even have to be your closest of close friends. If people are making moves like that, you're going to hear about it. Like, if I heard... That like I'm gonna know through the grapevine that somebody's one of my boys is pulling out hundreds of thou of pounds, which is even fucking more money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then it's just like, well, hey, what'd you did you put a renovation on the uh, on the townhome? Oh, hey, did you uh, you know, did you get you got a small business loan? Like what? How did no one notice that her life changed zero, but now she's five hundred pounds, five hundred thousand pounds in debt? Yeah, I, it's just. It's also sad because, like, he's clearly taking advantage of a certain type of person. Like, these yes. people are are probably like lonely, lonely people, yep. like super lonely people. That like the connection that they instantly got and like affection that they got from him to them is like, oh my gosh, like this is the love of my life. And like right. that in itself is definitely sad. And like makes sense who he's targeting and like the specific type of people, but like I don't know, just like if you had any type of street smarts, I feel like you'd kind of know like maybe taking out this many loans <sighs> and like this much money for somebody that I met over a dating app is probably not the best use of my money. <laughs> it, it, no, but you were so right on that, and I didn't. Now that I'm thinking about it. They're all, they, they were, they were like, you know, like the shoulders yeah. lean, lean forward, like kind of hunched over, like, you know, yep. just looking for somebody to, to care. And then they find that hook onto it as hard as they can. And they're like, I'm not going to let this one go because, you know, maybe, and we're kind of filling in the blanks here, but we think we yep. can all see that they, what, like you said, it was the similar kind of person each time. And Correct. like, that is so fucked because he knew how it's so to, fucked, dude. 
how to get that, how to get the bait, just show a little bit of affection, show them the world for two weeks, apparently, and then dip out, which this is what blew my mind too. And maybe this is just, again, just an A-level scammer that I've never seen before, but this wasn't like, like a, Hey, hi, buy situation. Like, like she takes yeah. one, one loan and then I'm ghost. I'm gone. This dude is going back and back yep. and re-hitting people up to go to the bank again. Like he did not just jump ship ghost. I'm like, I'm gone. You never see me again. He would run out of money and be like, well, Stacy's out. She can't get any more loans. Um, you know, Carol can't get any more loans. Let me hit up Rebecca. And for, I haven't talked to her yep. in six months. Let me come out of nowhere and, and tap back into that. How did he have the balls to do that shit? Dude. I mean, it, it's more just like, how do you even orchestrate that? Like, how can you pull that off? And like have those timelines all add up where like you're not the well never runs dry. Like you're really just playing so many different people. Right. And you have an endless amount of money at this point that like you're using the money that you're getting to invest into a girl to get more money out of her. Like crazy. Right. Crazy. Like I, I think the way he did it, and this is how I would structure it, he if I was a scumbag, you know, this is just hypothetical. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I think what he did was as soon as the well started to dry up, he goes, okay, I need someone new. So he would use that last little bit. And True. then he would, he would wine and dine, put him on a fucking private jet, take him to Monaco for two weeks. And then it's like, okay, well now I got to go travel the world to do, you know, be a businessman or some shit, whatever his excuse yep. was. And so he uses that money and, you know, kind of trails it into the new one. And then boom, he just, waterfalls into okay they think i'm a, a trillionaire now now i say hey you know my money's stuck in sweden or my enemies are coming after me you know i need you to go take out a mortgage i think that that's crazy how he trailed it into it that's how i think it would happen but just like the foresight and again just like what you don't go back to the scene of the crime but he just kept doing it <laughs> like he would oh, just go back no fucks no fucks he said give me more <laughs> right right he said give me more and dude the worst part is they did an interview with him on cnn homeboy is free as fuck saying that he was actually rich son of a diamond guy or whatever and he's got a smoke show swedish girlfriend like what this dude's playing chess yeah i i didn't so i honestly fell asleep during the last 20 minutes did he get away with all of it yeah dude he is a free man right now He's tr tr crazy. they're trying to prosecute him in whatever European country it was United Kingdom or, or I forget what kind, I think it was UK. Um, yeah, they're trying to prosecute him for, but apparently fraud laws like that are super tough because, oh man, I'm going to butcher this, but we're going to go for it. Um, <laughs> but from what I remember, they were saying that the reason it's tough to get people behind bars for shit like this is a, it's white collar. So that's a little tougher, you know, pay fines and stuff like that. Or yeah. you go to, you know, club jail and you just kind of play pool for eight months or whatever it is but the thing is is that they willingly sent this over and signed contracts yeah so it's it's proving that that this was against their will even though that in the moment they were like yes i'm signing the dotted line all this stuff and they had so many checkpoints to be like no i don't want to send it i think that's what's being like the the legal yeah, part the, of it the, is the defense of it like his side of it is like you didn't have to do it right exactly it's like i wasn't at gunpoint i texted you and I, said hey i need some money all i did was say that i needed it and you sent it to me it's more yeah 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 it's more just unethical 
opposed to illegal. Right. Which I think is why he's still walking around, but yeah, he did an interview and he's like, no. And he's wearing the same Dior shirt that he was wearing in all of his private jet photos, which just confirmed to me that he's a broke motherfucker. And then dude, hiring like a lady to play his wife with a kid. Oh my God. Wait, I don't remember that part. Yeah. Like that, like girl. So like, one of the ladies that like originally came out of like being defrauded in like Sweden um, was like, you know how there's like those two blonde girls that were like the main people interviewed the whole time. Yeah. So like the wife with the kid for one of them that like the first girl went on, like when she went on the plane, she was in like mm-hmm. the taxi with the kid and the mom, that mom was a part like report or like was a part oh, yeah, of, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, women. because they became best friends or whatever. And they're homies yep. now. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And so then, like, he helped him essentially do that. Like, God. that part is fucked. It's like fucking Gilan Maxwell type shit right there. It's God, just yeah. like... Let that bitch burn dude. in hell. I want that on the record. Um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> dude, I forget. Yeah, you're right. No, no, that's... What I think that that could have been a situation of is, like, I'm so fucking broke now. It's like, gotta join the ship. Got like, you know, literally. like, that's like, it. It's like, like, you know what? This guy, <laughs> this guy's doing it. I see what he did to me. You know what? Get me in. Yeah. Let me help you. Yeah. I, it's basically like you won. I want to join the team. Like you yeah, beat my exactly. ass. I concede. I now want to join the team and let's see how far we can ride this thing. Yeah. Great but, show though. Definitely great, recommend dude, it. Great it entertainment. Great entertainment for, uh, for a, a, a Friday night, if you're an absolute And by loser. the way, any of you uh, ladies that are out there watching, if, if you know, you're looking for a guy to, like, treat you right and, like, potentially have the means to, like, take out a $50,000 loan to give me, like, I'm here and I'm ready. And I can confirm he has had enemies after him before. So if it comes up again, it wouldn't be the oh, craziest yeah. thing on earth. Yeah, maybe we don't mention that, but yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> That'll come up after the second stage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll bet. Well, Shane, I'm pumped that you're back on the podcast. Again, this is now a normal thing. We'll hold them to it and, uh, yep. and we'll get this shit done. But appreciate it. Fucking pumped yeah. about it. We got a lot more stuff to come and um, we'll just get after it and see you guys next week. Peace out, guys.